Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. So, when Pastor Jeff asked me to lead this service, I had a message in mind, but I did not have a passage to back it up. I keep thinking about influencer, and just think that's like a a new hot phrase on the internet is somebody's an influencer. They'll teach you how to do your hair or lifestyle changes of exercises or whatever, but it kept hitting me that Jesus is our ultimate influencer. He not only lived the life, he taught and lived the life. And he did it so selflessly. That's why I believe he is our ultimate influencer. He wasn't doing it to profit. There was nothing out of it other than to show us a pathway to the kingdom. He wasn't going to get rich. He could have very well used his power that he was born with to amass an army and be the greatest king we'd ever seen. But he knew that his purpose in life was to show us how to humble ourselves. And when I had mentioned to Pastor Jeff that I was thinking of doing a sermon on influencer, he said, well, you could look at the verse of um, take up your cross. And so I went home and read it, and it's, it's in a couple of the Gospels, but Matthew uh, 16:24. Jesus. Then Jesus said to his disciples, "Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me." Now, that is a. To me, that's a really great command of like love thy um, neighbor and the great commission of disciples making disciples. But I was having a hard time connecting that with influence. And I was really struggling with it and talking to my wife about it. And I'm like, I can just go with that. And it it just still didn't fit. And my wife, being the great teacher she is, she pushed me into thinking deeper into this and to get more out of it. So we're sitting one night trying to go over my what I was going to speak about. And she came to... Um, Philippians uh, 2, yes, Philippians 2, 1 through 8. And this really showed Jesus' influence. So I'll read the passage. Well, therefore, if any encouragement from being united, wait, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equity with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant 
being made in human likeness and being found in appearance a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. This is the word of God for the people of God. And our response is... So what I've learned in my few classes I've taken in ministry is to be able to study a passage, you need to look, yes, at the words themselves on what they're teaching you, but you also need to learn or you need to research who's writing those words, what situation they're in while writing those words. So Philippians was written by Paul. to It was a letter to Philippi. He was writing this from a prison cell. And you have to go back even further to Paul was one of the biggest um, persecutors of the early, early Christian faith. He was actually on his way to Damascus to get permission to be able to arrest anybody that was spreading the gospel until he had an encounter with Jesus on the road to Damascus and was blind for three days. And when he could see again, he became Jesus' biggest advocate. He went out and spread the word everywhere. So to see how Jesus is an influencer, he, Paul, before his contact with Jesus, was trying to do everything he could to get rid of the spreading of the gospel. And then with that chant, that encounter, he, as in Matthew said, he took up his cross and denied himself. Paul could have spent the rest of his life being just an everyday Jewish citizen and lived his life out with no problems, probably not seeing the inside of a jail cell. But because of that encounter with Jesus and all of the stuff that he knew about Jesus. When you go out persecuting somebody, you're not going to go out there blindly. Because even, they say atheists will know as much about your religion as you do because they want to have something to say against your religion. So just like Paul would have known everything the Christian, the early gospel message was, he now took that to his heart once he had that encounter with Jesus. So, it's just the influence from Jesus and how Jesus modeled his life is something that all of us should take into our heart and think about every time you're in a situation on how can I handle this. It's not going to be spelled out word for word, but there is a calmness that comes when you think of the old the bracelets that everybody used to wear. I think Pastor Kyle said 20 years ago he believed it was the WWJD bracelet time. And if you take time to pause in any situation and think of what would Jesus do, your reaction is going to be a more calm and measured approach to the situation. And that's where the, the next part of my message I want is... If we look at ourselves, what kind of influencer are you in somebody else's life? And I know you'll think, well, I don't have 150 million likes on Facebook or any of those. But you have people that 
follow in your life. I know I have two little kids. And my actions, my everyday actions, influence how they are going to live their lives. And even in your work situation, if somebody sees you instantly get upset about something, how is that influencing them into making a better judgment, better reaction into a situation? So if we were to, every time something out of the ordinary where you need to make some sort of reaction to, think of how Jesus would want you to make that reaction. It's... It's hard to pause sometimes when a rash reaction needs to happen. As you're driving down the road, somebody cuts you off. Is that, are you going to show your kids some good old-fashioned road rage? Or are you just going to blow it off and breathe and say, hey, people make mistakes. They're in a bigger hurry than I am. So what's the deal? They didn't hit me. I'm just going to let it go. It's those measured reactions. Um, plus it's how you live your life in service. If, if you treat people good one day and then the next day you're kind of blow off the situation where there's somebody here I could help, but your kids or family see that, oh, that's, that's not important to me right now. That's not really a, good Christ-like reaction. So as you go through your day, it is something you kind of need to be conscious about all the time. Because I don't want my kids growing up thinking differently of different people because of maybe their the color of their skin or their financial backing or whatever. So like Pastor Kyle said in his last service, where all are equal. There is no rich, there's no poor, there's no Jew, there's no Gentile, there's no male, there's no female. They're all one under God's eyes. We need to treat everybody we encounter in that same way. Because Jesus treated everybody in that same way with, he had lunch with tax collectors and he kept company with prostitutes. All of these people that are in their time looked on as the lower people in society, Jesus treated them all equally. And that's just another way that you can look at him and for influence on how we could live our lives. And this, the passage by Paul in Philippians is kind of a small picture of what the world could be about living in a like-minded culture and how we could use all of our values to go out into the world and hopefully start spreading those values to people to be a united culture where nobody is hungry and nobody is poor, where we can help them all through the influence that Jesus had given us in his very short time on earth. But if you look at 
Jesus's teaching and the way he lived his life for his like three years ish in ministry in teaching. I would consider him the greatest influence that the world has ever known. There are millions of Christians throughout the world who are following the teaching of a man who never went outside of like a 400 square foot area, 400 square mile area. But his influence spread. uh, It would be great if it spread faster than COVID in our current time. But it has spread for 2,000 years to the point that I'm standing up here right now because of the influence that Jesus has had on my life. And it's a hard thing to do to walk in that influence because you get this false self of of what you think you are. And I know I've walked many years with it and have really tried to go the way Jesus and God is intending me to go because I know I have practiced, I used to have a really foul mouth, but something I have done since I have been with my wife, I have never used those words in front of her, I've never used those words in front of my kids, it's something I have worked through, and even in my work environment, I am pushing myself to follow the influence of God, to show or the influence of Jesus, to show others how great it can be to be in his kingdom and how the comfort that you get by walking with Jesus every day. It, I used to struggle with financial issues and had some anxiety stuff, but once I fully embraced Jesus' teachings and walked with him, I just feel this weight lifted off of me. So how great it would be to show others this influence that Jesus has on your life into their life, where they can take that burden off of their shoulders and put it on him. Because his burden is light, but he will take care of your needs. I don't worry about where my next meal comes from or my clothes, because I have given all of my life to Jesus And I am so thankful that God sent him not only to be our spotless lamb, our our ransom, but he also sent him to be our ultimate influencer in how we walk our lives. And I think I've run out, so... (laughs) But thank you so much for this opportunity, and... It's amazing to get up here. Um, just go out into your day and to think about your actions on how you're going to influence the next person. And so, God bless and amen. We want to thank Chris for sharing with us this morning. Let's give him a hand this morning. It was really fun earlier in the week to hear his passion as we talked just on the phone quickly about what he was wanting to share with us, and I'm so glad that he did. I think he nailed uh, the, uh, the na- <laughs> he hit the nail on the head early in the service when he said uh, that Jesus could have chosen 
to influence the world however he wanted. And he chose humility. He chose to serve. He left his throne so that we could know him, so that we could know his love and his grace. And how challenging that is as we turn and go to our world and ask the question, are we, are we doing that with others? Are we serving? Are we showing the world Jesus with that same humility that Christ showed to us? So I hope that you were encouraged this morning. I hope you were challenged as we remember who Jesus was for us. But thank you, Chris. Let me pray for us, and then we'll go. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this Resurrection Sunday to remember the love that you gave to us, that came to us because you loved us enough to leave your throne, to be a king who served, to be a king who gave with humility. This morning I pray that you would cause us to go to our world in that same way, as we live with, with friends and neighbors, co-workers, that we would be reminded and compelled to share the love that you have given to us. We thank you for this day. We thank you for just the opportunity to gather and to remember who we are in you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. This morning I want to send you out. May the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept sound and blameless at his coming. He who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. Go in his peace. We'll see you next Sunday for Win the Day. We hope you'll be here. Go in his peace. We'll see you next week. Thanks for being here. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.